0: at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is The Warm Up with Will Owen Moons. Good morning.
1: Welcome along to The Warm Up for another week. My name's Matt Warren here with Kea Mooney as always. Plenty coming up on today's show. Uh, former full forward big man Scotty Cummings to join us from Senwa. He's got his top 10 mid-season players. We'll get to that. Also, our weekend preview and our local footy update as well on the way. Moons, welcome to you. How are you doing,
2: mate? Well, how are you, my friend? Uh, very well. Excellent. Cricket's now, been good. How good's it? It has been very good, but just back on who we've got coming on, Scotty Cummings. Might be my favourite man in the world, Scotty. Really? Might be just my favourite man. Well, just go to the races say with, that. sit down yep. and have a beverage. You know you're going to have a good day. He's a great man. I actually texted him
1: during the week and said, hey, mate, we'd love to get you on for a chat talk about your top ten. And he's like, two great fellas. I'm more than happy to come on. So uh, I didn't realise you guys were tight, but that is great to hear. Love him.
2: But uh, yes to cricket, excellent. Um, And we'll touch on a little bit of uh, Thursday Night Footy V, the cricket. Yeah. And I don't know about you, my friend, but I was all cricket.
1: All cricket, (laughs) all of the time. We were, I guess a couple of weeks ago, we've mentioned a couple of times on the show that we weren't, I know it was leading into the World Test Championships. We were going, oh, we haven't heard much about it. Are we really feeling it? I know the Ashes are a whole different beast, but I'm all Ashes. Um, I've been getting through to 1 1 o'clock, I think, pretty much the end of second session every night. Um, So tired, obviously a bit bleary-eyed even again this morning, but I just think it's just been amazing. There's something about Test cricket in England – it feels like something's going to happen all the time. You just can't stop watching it.
2: Well, and think about the, the conditions. You always know the thing's going to swing. The ball's going to swing a yep. little bit. The batters have been incredible. Mm. Uh, it's been a great series so far, particularly for us, I, 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 I suppose. Um, but I guess cricket in July at night, warm house. Yeah. Yep. You know, you just you're just sitting down, just watching a, a fantastic series, and then you just you're you're at home. Yeah. Like that's why I love it. That's yeah. why I love the Ashes because I'm. At home, it's hard. Walk. I
1: guess you're right. During the summer, if you are working, or if you are, you know, you're lucky enough to sort of have the TV in office or on your computer, mm. you're sort of still working. You're not yeah. really right into it. You know, you're not sitting back having a beer. But potentially, um, having said that though, and I want, wanted to mention about that because the AFL have brought back Thursday night football over the last couple of weeks. We had mm-hmm. a gap of about five or six weeks where Thursday night footy just went away, um, which I didn't quite understand. I know we're finishing the buys now, which again is a weird concept over four weeks, and we've had Thursday night footy. But we had no cricket on during that five- or six-week period. They've brought the Thursday night back. We've had the world test cricket. We've had the two first Ashes tests both fall on Thursday night. Yes. I couldn't care less about watching Brisbane and Richmond on no. Thursday night. It was all about the cricket. I just think they've really buggered
2: this one up. Well, you, I, mean, I mean, you're spot on. I mean, seriously, why wouldn't you have got a couple of Thursday nights away during those buys, if yeah. that's what you wanted to do, yep. uh, come back off the buys, and then knowing that the ashes was going to be on, why not just yeah, maybe give it a week, a miss for a couple of weeks, yeah, yeah, uh, and then come back later in the season because the
1: ratings have been through the roof on Channel Nine, it's through the roof, yeah, amazing. Because I guess it's one of those sports in Australia that does have well, everyone for interested. the
2: first couple of tests because obviously the series is alive and well, of course, yeah. Now if Australia somehow go three nil up, then who knows? The last two tests mightn't be watched, yeah, or. Vice versa, if England somehow win this one and then win the next two, then we're probably not going to be watching yeah, too many. There's after nothing that. on the line. I mean, I'd, I'd still right watch it. Now, five years on the I line, know, but, but right yes. now, yes, when it is up in the air and it's hot, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think they may have just misjudged it, or maybe they just thought, well, this is what we're going to do, and we're just going to stick with it.
1: Because the planning of when the games would actually fall would be well in advance. So when the AFL are doing the fixtures, they're probably not thinking about it, but. They would have known when the fixtures were getting done last year for this season. Oh, they'd have a list, the of, Ashes would have have a list of, of every course. other sport in the Absolutely. world that's going on. Absolutely. State of origin, all that sort of stuff. They'd know where everything would fall. Hey, Taylor Swift tickets, did you get some this week?
2: We we struggled. Yes. We struggled. My girls are shattered.
1: <laughs> Absolutely shattered. They've announced a couple of extra shows in Melbourne and Sydney, yeah. but like I, I've never seen really anything like it in my time. There's always you know a big act coming out and people are trying to get tickets for
2: this and that, but this was like... This is a water war coverage. She's the biggest name in the world right now, in my opinion. Yeah. I used to be Beyonce. Beyonce was like the biggest star in the world. Everyone just knew Beyonce. Right now, it's Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay, we might get to her. We're going to chat
1: a little bit about uh, AFL oh, we'll Grand Final Entertainment because there's news this week that the AFL has approached someone to perform at the AFL. They might have knocked it back, but we'll get to that in uh, your six-pack coming up a little bit later on. Nice to have the buys gone. We've spoken about it a bit on this show. We've had buys over four weeks. Do the AFL players need a buy at all?
2: Yes. No, no, I'm all for the buy. Uh, in saying that, I think... <sighs> We didn't have I didn't have too many buys in my career. Probably at the end of the career, they, they started to come in. Yeah, uh, but I am all for the buy. But we've had clubs now play fourteen games before they get a buy. Yeah, so that's massive. It is, but geez, we used to play twenty two straight. Yeah. Okay. So, but look, no, I'm all for the buy, but not over four week period. Yeah. Somehow they've got to dens it down to look two weeks would be amazing. I'm not sure how that would work, but three weeks. I can cop that before weeks was just terrible. Yeah. And and particularly when one of those weeks was just two teams. It just, you know, Geelong and and Gold Coast only had the buy. It just didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make a great deal of sense. I don't know. All for the buy for the players, um, even though the records coming back off the buy for most teams aren't great, which is terrible. Something that they have to um, get their heads around. But no, I am 100% players do need a buy. Hey, Hall of Fame this week, can we touch on that, please? Yes. Because two of my great mates got inducted in Corey Enright and Jimmy Bartell. And I, I didn't know, obviously, and I was watching it on the night and just completely over the moon. I was so thrilled with these yep. two men who I absolutely love and adore, uh, played you know, over a decade of football with, went through the trenches with, started at the footy club with them when we were crap. Mm-hmm. And we became one of the great teams. And these two men were a massive part of that. So, so happy for them both. Jimmy Bartel's an interesting one. Obviously, he's doing a fair bit of media and
1: has yeah. done for a little bit now. Do you think people forget? And I, I must put my hand up and, and, and be there. I know he's won a Brownlow medal, but I, I think I forget how good of a player Superstar. he was. Because I think I, I, I look back at Corey Enright and, just, and, and had never forgotten yeah. of, of the player that he was, the player that was. But position. Corey
2: Enright would be forgotten by most people because he doesn't. Never did the media. He was never in the spotlight. Um, no, of course. You know, things like that. But Corey Enright, I've always said, I think he's the greatest medium-small defender the game. For people ever who seen. haven't
1: seen a great deal of him play, I mean, he hasn't been retired for that long, but, like, people who didn't see him play, is he that? Is he Tom Stewart? Um, is he, he oh, was he original Tom Stewart? No, the
2: original Tom Stewart. Yep. Um, probably not as good in the air, only on, but still very, very good in the air. But Tommy Stewart can take a hang. I don't think Boris yep. can take too many hangers. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Boris was... Uh, I could be the smartest man on the football field. Just knew the angles, knew exactly where to be, when to be, and how to be there. Uh, just an incredible um, defender. And then, uh, then on the back of that, knew how to intercept the ball and then take it from there. Where Jimmy was just one of the toughest men that I've ever seen play the game. And, and on the back of him and the likes of Gary Ablett, Joel Corey, uh, Joel Selwood and Lingian, all these guys, they were brutal at training. And that's what turned us into a great team. We were brutal at training. And Jimmy was a big catalyst for that. You know, you've got to train hard. And if you train and we get injuries, well, so be it. I mean, maybe he's to say, if we get injuries, so be it. But We need to train hard, and then we'll play hard. Yep. I heard
1: during the week that uh, they had some callers ringing in SEN and saying, giving a word or two on, on the players that were inducted uh, into the Hall of Fame and what they'd be, how you sort of remember them. Um, so I might just do the same. Uh, this is I hadn't set this up, but I might just do the same for you. I'll just go over the two Geelong boys mm. f- for yourself. One word, uh, a couple of words, okay. or how they would be remembered. I guess um, I'll give you an example. I think Gary Lyon went with that, um, uh, even though he didn't necessarily agree with it exactly. But people remember Jimmy Bartel as being a wet weather specialist. Yeah. So that that was that was the comment. So let's start with Corey Enright. What, what describe his game or how he'd be remembered in in a few well, words? Well, I said
2: it before. Best small defender ever,
1: ever, ever, ever. Right. How about uh, Jimmy Bartel, Um, wet weather specialist. The wet weather specialist. (laughs) It's funny how that sticks. Extremely
2: brave. Okay. extremely brave that's how i would do go with jimmy
1: he didn't sort of he didn't seem to have the shape from the outside looking in as that traditional midfielder like he he looked i don't know maybe it was the long sleeve sometimes mm. i don't know but geez, he was an incredible player no, i mean he
2: would uh, stand under a high ball back into it run with a flight of the ball uh, the defenders loved him because he was the one you know, you'd always fly back in there and just just take one for the team Quickly, before we get to our first break, did you watch
1: the Shane Warne stuff? No, and I'm so happy that I did. Yeah, I'm
2: the same. I didn't watch
1: it either. A few people have... uh, So disappointed they did it. It just looked... I have had a couple of
2: people tell me that it was, yeah, not great. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, good. I'm glad you didn't watch it, nor did I. Mm-hmm. Hey, Scotty Cummings is going to join us a little bit later on. We'll go through his top 10 plays in the AFL right now. We'll have a look at Moon's six-pack. AFL Entertainment, who's going to be playing at this year's grand final? This is the warm-up. All thanks to Furfies at Little Creatures Geelong. Order up, grab a pizza or any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just $25. Visit littlecreatures.com.au. For Furphy at Little
0: Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The Warm-up with Warlow and Moon's. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the Warm Up with Warlow and Moods.
1: Yeah, welcome back to the warm up this morning, Matt Warren and Cam Mooney with you. Scotty Cummings is going to join us uh, very soon. He's moved over to the West at Moons. He's doing breakfast over there with uh, the Gossage Runs
2: sausage, WA. He does way.
1: loves it over there, and we'll get him on to talk about his top ten in uh, in just a moment. That is coming up a little bit later on this morning
2: to our local
1: footy. Let's, let's
2: asking about that time he didn't make all Australian though.
1: Well, yes. Don't um, worry, he's still, he's still dirty on that. He way. is upset. He um, he has has a lot of clubs though, so Jeez. he's been moved around. Maybe he's just a shit bloke. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a ripper. We'll talk to him in just a moment. Let's get into this week's six pack. Moons'
0: six pack for little creatures. All creatures welcome.
1: Yeah, that's right. Time for Moons, of 6 back. All thanks to Little Creatures. For Furfee at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, head to littlecreatures.com.au. This week, Moons, I know we're a long way out from the AFL Grand Final, but yes. this week... we we'll be hear before you know it. I did see a story that the AFL has already reached out to someone to play at halftime. Well, I'm
2: disappointed with, you, with her Well, yeah, so Ky-
1: Kylie Minogue yes. is the one that's been... Has been reached out to. Apparently, she's knocked it back. I'm
2: disappointed.
1: It's I love strange. Kylie, uh, but they haven't given up yet. for For me, i look look. She's been a star. It's not my cup of tea. I'd rather others, but for her to knock it back and the AFL say we might come back. Oh, I don't know. But do you know what? I
2: think I think Robbie showed Robbie showed last year. It's 20 minutes of bangers. Yeah, you can just get your absolute best. Out in 20 minutes. Well, he
1: played a new song. And he goes, right away back to the hits. Yeah. <laughs> like he like was
2: you could ob- just bang out five of your best songs yeah. and everybody. I mean, we were at the grand final last year and anyone, we've all spoken about Robbie last year. It happened just to be the best thing that happened on the day. Yeah. Because the game was well, terrible. Well, it was, yes. Other I than, love Apart if you're a Geelong fan, it was a great result, but it was a shocking game. But 20 minutes of the whole stadium was up and bouncing. Jumping, yep. singing, we we had the best twenty minutes of the day. It was unbelievable. So, as an artist, you've just got to think to yourself: if I've got heaps of hits, which she does, yeah, I've just got to get my five best and bang them out. Everyone's yeah. just going to go best show ever. Yep. And we move oh, it's on. It's now, Robbie great. would have been in his contract or
1: his record label to said, look, we need to, you need to play your new single so it sells. We get yeah. all that sort of stuff. And he's like, "Right, righto, back to the hits. That was rubbish. Yes. But what I'm going to do, mate, uh, is have a look at your top six this week of AFL entertainment you'd like at this year's grand final. So Kylie at the moment could be on the outer. But let's see what other options we've got. Yeah. What are we running? See,
2: at- I'm nervous on this because all my stuff that I like to listen to, I'm, I loved all the old stuff. See, I'm Beatles and Elvis and Stones and – yeah. And Morris, most of them are dead. Well, we
1: can't are, have them, aging. obviously, most of them. yeah. Uh, so we have Ringo, maybe. That's about yeah, it. Well,
2: I'm going to start with uh, one of the great Aussie bands of all time with Powderfinger. Yes. Now, I know they're a little bit older now, so most of these are a bit older. But I, I love Powderfinger, so they just banged. Five five or six songs I'm talking about, they would just bang out. That's My happiness minutes. would be great. Best 20 minutes. Yeah. Now, these guys are old, but you know what? Again, we're talking about 20 minutes on stage, the Rolling Stones. How old are they now? Well, they're in their 70s. Okay. They're in their 70s. So they're not going to be bouncing around, but just bangers. Yep. Love it. Uh, Again, old boys from Australia talking about just some real hard rockers, ACDC. I
1: think it would be a crowd pleaser. Yeah, that would be.
2: Um, One that's already played there, I think... But he wasn't as enormous that he is right now as Ed Sheeran. Yeah, he has. Now, he, live, this guy is unbelievable.
1: I think right? he just had a guitar last time. This was a few years ago now, yeah. and he played a couple of songs. I think that's it was all he very does, early. Well, I mean, he didn't even have, like, it wasn't even a it wasn't even backup. He does it, no backup. He normally does his little, um, what do you call the loops and stuff yes. that he does. But he didn't even have that, I don't think. It was just a bit of a strum
2: one of the greatest um, shows I've seen from a band of all time. I think you've been there as well, Coldplay. Yeah, amazing. They were yep. incredible. You kind of got to have it at night though Because of the, the show that they do Yeah put on and they do the massive rights.
1: shows They haven't had any new songs for a while no. I still see they do huge huge concerts Now Number one who's your number, number one writer? Well
2: I'm only putting you there I'm not a huge huge fan I do You might sing along to her songs every now and then Sneakily in the car But she is the biggest artist in the world right now It's Taylor it's She's massive And
1: I'll tell you what It is so difficult to get a ticket um, She would be amazing to play. She could come final. to
2: the grand final, then I could get my girls some tickets to the grand final, which would be easier to get than getting tickets to her concert. Then they can come and watch her.
1: And they're at the MCG. I know I heard Gary and Tim on SE and Breakfast this week saying, I wonder if her AFL passes will get us into the Taylor Swift concert. That's I, a really good point. I'm not sure they would, but it's worth <laughs> it's worth the go if you just sort of go around there. It's been so difficult to get tickets. They've She's added new shows in Melbourne and Sydney. On the back of that, with I guess her playing at the grand final if that was ever an opportunity which would cost the AFL no. a truckload of money. I don't want to get into the debate but it would have to be at night. All these well, when that's the only thing that lets us down with the entertainment I think. I'm not saying the game I know traditionalists yeah. would love it at 210 or 220 but, but, whatever, but, but I'm great. the big believer
2: is are, are we are we there for the 20 minutes of entertainment or are we there for the game of footy? Well, if your team's not in it, sometimes you're there for yeah, it's true.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I agree. I think the game is the why most is important it
2: so thing? hard for the AFL to really just consistently get great acts?
1: Uh, yeah, well, you look know. at the
2: Super. I mean, the Super Bowl is different because obviously the audience they actually they do it for free. Right, well,
1: I guess they? it's the money too, and it's um, it's also the.
2: It's a lot of the times, they try to
1: match up the artists with them coming out to the country mm. to do tours and stuff like that. In the states, I'm pretty certain in the Super Bowl, most of the time, if not all the time, the artists don't get paid to no. do those concerts. So, no, because you imagine their uh, record oh, sales after it, massive. You know, just all the hype and stuff they get in the lead up, and then obviously doing it. So, they I was clearly with the the crowd that we have at the game. Also, TV is a lot lower, so mm. you know you get to a situation where there isn't that huge amount of upside, yes. but. I'm sure if Robbie got a million dollars, which he probably did last year. All right, and it was the greatest million dollars AFL ever spent. Yeah, amazing stuff. So there you go, that's Moons' six-pack this week, all thanks to Little Creatures. Taylor Swift, could she be at AFL Grand Final this year? Come I on, highly tay. doubt it, but it would be nice to see her. Um, mate, let's get into the weekend preview. Let's look at the rest of the games this weekend. Um, some interesting games coming up. I reckon there's some 50-50 games this weekend that will... Possibly shape the eight. I want to take a look at the the first one this afternoon, which is Adelaide, North Melbourne. You'd say the Crows would get the chocolates there. North have been improving, but haven't quite... uh, They have, but over there
2: at Adelaide, um, Adelaide are just a really good football team at the moment and playing some great footy. Yes, North have been competitive, but over there you're going to have to think Adelaide, and I think Adelaide will do it for a bit in the end.
1: Saw this week the uh, game rankings on SEN, which I thought was quite good. Mm. So alongside the games, out of 100 of the games are actually ranked. This one, Adelaide and North Melbourne, ranked 63. The Roos have conceded 646 points in their last six games. So it's too much, really, yes. um, I think, for North Melbourne. Uh, this is a good one. Western Bulldogs are taking on uh, Fremantle that game. At Eddie had at Marvel Stadium, I should say. That's rated 80. Feels like a random game that could swing the top eight, is the comment this week. One
2: of the games around. Uh, there's another one coming out with Essendon Port. But this one here is spot on. I mean, Fremantle desperate to get back in the eight or get into the eight and been disappointing on the fact of, I've said this a few times now, I had them as a sneaky top four this year. Maybe just missed them by a year. But Darcy back in. Darcy is their most important player, yep. hands down. Um, and I actually think they can get over the dogs here. I think I've, I've picked the dogs, but it wouldn't surprise me one bit. The dogs are so up and down. The dogs on paper are excellent. Yep. And they it is just her, don't deliver.
1: They don't deliver. All right, let's take a look at the next game, ranked 83. It's match of the round according to the game rankings. The Suns and Collingwood, that one at uh, mm. up in the Gold Coast Saturday or, uh, this afternoon. This is an interesting game because Collingwood haven't been going that great in the last three or four weeks. Ever since, I guess, almost North Melbourne probably a month mm. ago, they just got over the line. West Coast, they weren't that convincing. They got beaten by Melbourne. Obviously, a close game against the Crows uh, Yeah, last weekend, which could have went either way, yep. really. I know Collingwood have had a good run in those close games. This is an 83, and the comment Darcy Moore may spend the game pitching to Ben King. But I think this one's so important for the Gold Coast Suns. They need a scalp. This is a major scalp. Oh, look, clearly. it's a
2: massive scalp. I don't think they've got the scalp in them, to be honest. Um, I know Collingwood. people talk about Collingwood aren't at their absolute best, but you, this time of year when you've got this many wins in the bank already, you don't have to be abs- absolute best all the time. And it's And it's so hard to be at your absolute best for four quarters every week for 22 or 23 games yep. or 23 weeks. It's it's really hard. So, yeah, you get here to the middle part, and everybody – I used to hate July. July's just the coldest month down here. It's yep. a horrible time to play footy. Just get through it, bank your wins, and then you get yourself nice and fresh. You're going into the back half of the year. And
1: to be honest, Collingwood, I know that people always say they don't travel very often, but they're probably looking forward to getting up to the Gold Coast. Yeah, a, bit a bit of sun this week. Be. They would have had a couple but of days a huge game, game for the
2: Suns. You're right. I mean – are they are they here are they not I mean that's kind of what we're asking they lose by
1: 30 40 points and their season just fades away like they have yeah. every year they get close or win it's it's well, game all on. of a
2: sudden we're talking about you know Stuart Jew is definitely the man and yep. There's a bit of knocking on the doors something. of the finals and all those kind of things so I'm loving
1: guy. this game and you mentioned it before ranked 82 Eston and Port Adelaide the bombers disappointing last week they started so well against the Dockers and just fell away. Uh, this is one they really need to try and get in Melbourne. Port Adelaide, obviously, in incredible form, haven't lost for weeks and weeks and weeks. I think Port will get the chocolates, but uh, the Bombers are a sneaky chance.
2: Well, I'll tell you why this is such an important game for Essendon because they're sitting in six on the, sitting on six on the ladder. Their next five weeks: Port Adelaide, Adelaide, Geelong, Bulldogs, Sydney. That's a really tough yeah. run. It's a big five weeks for them, and they need to bank a couple of wins in that. Otherwise, I th- they're kind of my team that could fall out. Yeah. Right. On the back of this. Really hard five weeks coming up.
1: Let's have a quick look at the other games. Just get a tip off you. Hawthorne and Carlton. Uh
2: Carlton. Right.
1: Sicily's still out for the Hawks and it's a huge out for that. Melbourne and GWS on Sunday.
2: Yeah, going with Melbourne on that one.
1: Ds. I think the Ds are a bit too mm. strong. And the worst game, maybe of the year, ranked What's 40 the in ranking? the game, ranking 40. <laughs> um, and it actually says, where's the simulated season button? I reckon uh, West Coast and Saints over at... Uh, uh, over there.
2: You never know. West Coast just after last week. Possibly just come, Possibly. Out. I could just come
1: see- out and throw a few haymakers. I could see that. Stay with us. No. Plenty to come on the warm-up this morning. We've got our local footy wrap on the way. And Scotty Cummings is going to join us next. All thanks to Furfies at Little Creatures Geelong. Order up, grab a pizza or any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just
0: 25 bucks. Visit
1: littlecreatures.com.au. For
0: Furfy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The Up with Warlow and Moons. at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm with Woollow and Moods.
1: Still got our local footy rap coming out very soon and the marketplace buying and selling this week. I've had enough of lunch. We'll get to that yes. in just a moment. Joining us, though, uh, he's an absolute superstar. One time could have been All Australian. He didn't get it. Should have been. What a player he was. Common yeah. medalist Scotty Cummings joins us from SENWA Scotland. How are you, mate?
3: Uh, g'day fellas, what a treat it is for me to talk to two of the great blokes in the world and as a bloke who's never sick of lunch, um, I'm happy to be here, happy to be here. With... Do you want to talk about that All-Australian? Um, I mean seriously, I mean how hard is it? Like, there's only one position on the ground that picks itself, there's only one medal in the game that's not opinion-based, yep. every all the others are opinion-based awards, mm-hmm. there's only a Coleman medal that's And I mean seriously.
2: Hey, you've got the medal, over, you should I'm have the spot, it, it's very easy. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm need to, it, you
3: though.
1: need the DRS DRS, <laughs> mate. I think it's time for a review there. I'm I'm extremely disappointed for you.
3: Well Lordy Lordy knows he should publicly hand it over. Um and he's aware of it, but
1: what are the chances yeah. of
2: Lloydie doing that. And the
1: fact he hasn't come no. out already <laughs> is <disappointing. laughs> not Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey mate, uh, you have been in the West uh, for a bit now, um obviously living over there for quite some time and then back in Melbourne, then back to WA doing breakfast with uh Goss, which is fantastic on SEN in, in Perth. How's that treating you?
3: Yeah, the lifestyle's changed a little bit. Well, um, the alarm goes up at 4.30 and and I know Moons will be able to relate to me. I mean, this is, 4.30 is when I used to get home, uh, <laughs> not get up for work. So uh, we're getting it. It's been a year and a half now and, and uh, we're, we're going through it okay. Goss and I haven't killed each other yet. so um, No, we're having fun. It's, it's a bit of fun as you get older. I'm becoming one of those people that says, you know, generally it's for 70 to 80-year-old pluses, but I'm becoming one of those people that says, mmm, morning, best time of day. <laughs> 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 no, nah, it's, look,
1: it's fantastic. Great to hear you on the radio, mate. And uh, obviously, we're going to get to your, your top 10 in just a moment you've been rolling through during the season. Oh, yeah. But uh, what's happening over in the West? A big game this afternoon, mm. the Dockers and the Dogs. Frio started so poorly last week, and Eston looked like they were going to do something. But Frio... Have reclaimed somewhat of form, and today's a big one for them. It sort of gives them now a chance to really get into that top eight position and have a say.
3: So it's a massive, massive game for them, and it's very easy uh, over here to forget that Fremantle still exists because yes. uh, <laughs> it's, it really has been uh, pretty much twenty-four-seven Eagles. But um, no, it's a huge, huge game. I don't think they're uh, you know aligned with about four other teams on twenty-eight points. The doggies sit just above them in the uh, in the eight, and uh, so, yeah, every game that Fremantle play now shapes their seasons. Do they make finals or don't they? They've got a, a tough run home. Um, so, the Doggies are, you know, again, clear of them. You think Adelaide will beat North Melbourne, so they'll go to 32 as well. Geelong, um, obviously, and, and Gold Coast, Collingwood, you think that um, Collingwood wins there. So, Fremantle need – they mm. desperately need to win this game. I think they're well overs in the market, but uh, – um, it's a it's a massive game, and every game from now on, as I said, they've got a tough run home. Will shape their season, and they don't have any games up their sleeve to, to drop when they when they should win. But they're still they've just got to find a way to hit the scoreboard a bit more, you. They're still trying to find that balance in that forward line. Amos has been terrific. He's really stepped up. Josh Tracy's the one that not many people know about, but uh, wasn't getting a run in his first two seasons because he didn't work he didn't work hard enough. Yeah and uh, it was pretty lazy. But he's, that penny's dropped for him now. Now he's working his backside off. But it, for mine, and I'm one of the few that say I think Luke Jackson, I've been saying it from the get-go, can be a, a brilliant forward. I know he wants to play in the ruck and he wants to play in the middle of the ground, but he Freo need him. They need him to get his head around the fact that they need him more in the forward line at the moment than they do in the middle. And if he can go down there and be a real threat, then that helps Amos and it helps Tracy and that sort of thing. So they're still got to get that forward balance right, and especially against the doggies who will hurt you real quickly on the turnover. So, massive game for pre-o. Um, yeah. Well, I'm leaning towards the dogs.
2: It's a good call on that forward line, Scotty. I think uh, Jackson, particularly with Darcy coming back in, I think Darcy's the most important player at Fremantle at the moment. He's mm, that old yeah. school ruckman that we love, Scotty. bashes and crashes but I think that forward line in the next few years is going to be pretty exciting. What about the neighbours over there in West Coast Eagles? Um, things are going okay? <laughs> How's my boy, Simo?
3: Yeah, they're going beautifully. Uh, Simo's having a time of his life, mate. Uh Just loving birth. Um, look, I, I feel for him. Mm. And um, uh, look, I I think, Simo, and I know during the week, they misconstrued my comments on Monday. Well, I mean, this is how bad they're going. We don't do Monday shows. We we went Tuesday to Friday. We did a an emergency show on Monday <laughs> because you had to talk about the, the Eagles in crisis. And it was two hours about the Eagles. And I was savage on the players. I don't... I don't think Adam Simpson's to blame here. and I don't think they should right. replace him because um, there's, and I've said it a hundred times. There's, there's not a coach in this competition or a coach in any sporting team in Australia where you could take twenty five players out of it and be or, or have a have twenty five players to pick from. I think they have got seventeen or eighteen on their injury list um, and quality players, mm-hmm. and there's there's no one that could could fashion a competitive team or win games of footy. When you've only got two players not making your team, and and the waffle team's getting valued by 100 points because they've basically got a team of amos playing, they they, they from the can't. Peel District, free leg
1: else. or
2: something from playing you, you, in
3: the... well, That's it. Well, they're going. They're going everywhere. They're going. Anyone <laughs> who's got a kick in the bush or anywhere can you come and play for the waffle team. Just so, Jay, so, maybe, uh,
2: maybe, just dangle that Coleman medal in front of Simo, mate. You might, <laughs> <and> I'm going to get one out of full forward, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That'd be fantastic. Well, uh, it would be bringing back the old school forward because I don't reckon your forward <laughs> pressure's going to be strong. No, if you want me to run 15k's a game, it took me four weeks to amass those numbers. So,
1: How, how's, no, how's the feeling, mate, around the town? Like, it's hard, for, I guess, from being in Melbourne or Victoria and understanding the size sometimes yeah. if you haven't been there of West Coast and what it does to the footy community. Is it? Is it feeling a bit flat at the moment?
3: Oh, absolutely. And it's savage. and um, And you've got certain media outlets that are baying for blood and they won't stop until someone loses their job, uh, which is, you know, disappointing. But mm-hmm. as to, as to what, every, every day, you know, the, the paper's got some sort of cartoon in it that um, is, is, yeah, it's taking the piss, to be perfectly honest. And um, and so they, well, they've they got their agendas. But look, at Savage, they, we keep hearing from supporter groups, you know, the, the calls, calls from supporter groups Saying to boy, got the first quarter. Well, it's not a call from many people. It's one bloke who took a video of himself in his car and posted it on a forum. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I think I think the Eagles fans will turn up, but they just need to see some effort. What they saw last week was was pathetic, and I think Simo's been horribly let down by his senior players, who rightly or wrongly. They showed enormous faith and reward in by re-signing them after that yeah. premiership, and in 20 and 21 re-signing ageing players. I think their list management's been atrocious when you look back at it now. It's been really, really poor. Um, extended contracts to players who don't get out on the park, and it's gonna and it's gonna cost them. I and so Andrew Gapp Andrew Gaff is you know he's always in my sights, but because he's well, he was a Fantastic players, Andrew Gaff. But not any, he's not anymore, and he's got a, a contract next year for up to eight hundred and fifty thousand wow. dollars. If they're fit and firing, West Coast next year, then Andrew Gaff's going to be an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year waffle player, uh, and you know so those those sorts of things. And no player's going to walk away from that, even. Even if your performance is a, a, a dreadful, oh, I'm not walking away from it. If no. they want to sign me for 850, I don't think I heard that over my career. But uh, <laughs> if they wanted to sign me for that, then you know, you're going to keep it. But I think, that, as I said, list management has been poor. The head of fitness and um, the strength and conditioning, he's um, fallen on his sword and, and uh, well, sorry, he's resigning to pursue other opportunities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, I was pursuing other opportunities at four different clubs over your career. But yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes you don't get so a nice time to for for it. You're always it. looking for your
1: yeah. next challenge. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: Yeah,
2: that's, right. that's right. Scotty, t- t- talk us through your top ten players in the game that you, you started the season. You give us your top ten, and uh, as the year goes by, you, you throw in some new names. You get rid of some names. that uh, aren't It's performing like a rolling All-Australian yeah. or does, a rolling top ten. How does 10? this one work, my friend?
3: Well, at the beginning of the year, I had 10 players who I thought would be the top 10 players at the end of the season. So this is not, uh, you know, I don't react week by week. It's a block of work and a body of work. It's changed a little bit over the over the season, but I'll go through them for you now. Well, so I had, look, I had Jeremy, Jeremy Cameron on top for most of the year, um, and I, I was hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. Last week, I think I, I put him down to... To, to number four, which was the worst um, knockout
1: you reckon? Jeremy Cameron or Cameron Mooney?
3: Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, he's a real cheap right. one. Oh, he was real happy with I that know, one, wasn't he?
3: Really, <laughs> well, let, let's, let's put it in perspective. Jeremy, Moon's got knocked out by a gorilla, an opponent, at hundred, 130 kilo, brute of a man. I I, I walked um, out of the ring, Jessica, yeah. got
2: stretched <laughs> off.
3: And, 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 and Dezah got knocked out by a tiny wrangler. Yeah. So, which one want to Yeah, go? no, you, that's you know? fair. That's fair. I'll take that back. So that think back. Moon, I think Moon's going to hold his head oh, high. Yeah, <laughs> All though. right, great. But, uh, uh, I've got, um, yeah, so now Jeremy Cameron's gone there. But I've got Jordy yep. go in 10. I just think Jordy, when, he, when he's fit, and he's firing 20. when he's allowed on the park, um, which I think he's got one this week, his last one, isn't yep, it? So he'll come right. back next week. Which, and I think he's so important to the Pies. There's a lot of focus on, obviously, Dacos and, um, and you're both Cosses and, and Darcy Moore and that sort of thing I think Geordie Dugowie could be the X factor for the Pies winning or losing a grand final Uh Jeremy Cameron's at 9 I've got the bond in at 8 I think he's had a pretty solid year I had him in the list at the start probably a bit higher and he has been higher um, Caleb Sarong was the new one probably because I get to see him and, and a lot of people on the East Coast will go what? But you don't well, who who watches Fremantle from there? He's going. Nobody. I mean, it's hard to watch either. Yeah. Uh, but uh, his his body of work over the last probably five weeks has been yeah. a big reason why Freo have sort of got their mojo back, and he he is the, their best player. Uh, Jordan Dawson. Wow. Year and what a half game last year, week? Yeah. It? Oh yeah. Just and, and he'll probably get two votes for it. Um. You know, Nick Davos will probably get the three. Um. But Jordan Dawson, had a, named him captain. What a great decision because mm. he has taken that and and run with it. Petrarca in at five. Taranto, Tim Taranto wasn't in my original list and it's taken him a while to break him, but he is sitting at number four. Wasn't any good uh, Thursday night, but uh, uh, he's been sensational. Toby Green, number three. He, we, we know how important he is to GWS. When they need something, he's the one that delivers yeah. it week in, week out. I've got the, these two I swapped over last week. I've got Zach Butters at two now, who's just been phenomenal this year, and Nick Dacos at number one. So, We'll see how much that changes on my watch list. I think Tim English is Tim English is in there. Darcy Moore Moore's there. Um, Tom Green from GDOS is there. Zach Merrick, I think, is in there. Um, but uh, that's my top ten, and where I think will be the top ten players at the end of the year. Pretty we'll strong, Scotty. Pretty Very strong. good,
1: mate. You've well, got
3: it. and you've had, a bit, back- you've and had a bit of backlash, mate. Oh yeah, we well, get feedback, but you know the um, you know the deal of the media. Well, our number one rule is never read the comment. No. Uh, because it's just gonna upset you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. People take it really personally. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> moons moons no, went
1: what? moons went with Geelong uh, beating everyone if they get into the finals. And some of the comments are read on Facebook.
2: Christ, moons, are, you know don't worry about looking at it. Mate. The old biased <laughs> <the old boys laughs> one. <laughs> All right, but and Geelong I, player, I
4: saying like. that, <laughs> <ex-Geelong> player saying that ex Geelong player saying Geelong win the flag. Yeah, Give yeah. us a spell. You
3: know what? Not the only person saying.
1: A, you know, for the last couple of
3: weeks there's been people saying if they make the eight, there's a lot of teams that
1: won't want to play oh of course um, there's no doubt you can't say that if very, you are a cat, mate it's bias yeah. so yeah get apparently get so, yeah. mate thank yeah, you so yeah, much for, it, for jumping on um, loving loving your work I know you're enjoying the, the winter at least over in Perth at the moment and for, unfortunately it's no good here mate uh, good luck with you and Gosselin <laughs> during the week and uh, enjoy the footy over the weekend thanks for joining us
3: oh, it's my pleasure lads. talk to you too anytime
1: Scotty Cummings joining us on on the line, SEN Breakfast in WA, doing a great job with uh, Goss at the moment. Stay with us. We've got our Marketplace coming up very soon and our Local Footy Wrap up next.
0: Local Footy Wrap for Times Footy, your home ground for local footy. Visit timesfooty.com.au.
1: Time to take a look at the local footy. All thanks to Times Footy, your home ground for local footy. Joining us on the line, as he does every week from the Geelong Times, is Vinny Van Orshot Vinny, welcome to you, mate. Good morning.
4: Good morning, mate. Good morning to you indeed.
1: Uh, We don't have much footy on this weekend in just the Geelong District Football League. Let's start with the match of the round. Thompson taking on Inverlee. Inverlee with a great win last week over East Geelong. Absolutely hammered them in the second half.
4: Yeah, well, both sides coming off of big big wins, Matt. Last weekend, obviously, it was Inverlee that pumped East Geelong, who for a portion of this season were up there as favourites alongside Thompson, but they ended up losing by 73 points Thompson dominated the reigning premiers as well in Bannockburn by 51. I spoke with Inverley coach Adam Donoghue just under a fortnight ago, and he said his side was going into its most important portion of the season. So bouncing back in round 10 against East Geelong after losing out to Belpo Hill in round nine, it's a big, big game. It's a tall task, but if Inverley could put, pull off a positive result here, I think uh, most pundits would have them considered as a contender for this year. So, Sides-wise, no changes for Thompson, but a pair of changes for Inverlee. Clay Mulgrew and Matthew Hayes come into the lineup while Jared Young and Daniel Grozdenowski are out for this week.
1: They had some injuries in the first half of the season in Inverlee. They did drop games they wouldn't normally drop, but their form wasn't great. They were sort of struggling with a few outs. So they're starting to get their team back together and look like They could have a throw at the the finals. Let's move on. Geelong West taking on Bell Post Hill this weekend. Geelong West, well, they've sort of dropped off too. They're 4-6 and at the moment. And we know Bell Post Hill, they're always thereabouts.
4: Well, the Giants suffered a big loss to Belmont last weekend. And it severely hindered their chances of posting a final slot, going down by 9 to the Lions. And it doesn't get any easier today going up against Bell Post Hill, who are just one win off top spot, riding a four-game winning streak at the moment. But interestingly, uh, never Whitley medalist Dylan Whitney, he's listed as out this week for the Panthers, meaning that Tyler Skowronski has been selected to fill in that spot by Justin Tarr. No changes for the Giants and still no Matt Hebbard frustratingly. So I reckon the Panthers could get up in that one quite easily.
1: It's a good fixture for East Geelong. You think they'd get the chocolates against Corio this weekend after a poor second half last week? As you said before, they'd been in some decent form and looked likely, but a, a win here would put them back into, or potentially put them back into the top five, and you think they would against Corio?
4: Well, you think so. East Geelong really needs to take this like, seriously. They currently sit outside the top five, which is a really interesting development considering where they were earlier in the season but Carrillo recently announcing the extension of their co-coaches, Darren, and playing coach Joel Bennett. Um, the Eagles, obviously, sitting in six, could possibly boost their percentage this week. Uh, six changes for the Eagles. Some won't even bother listing those, but Jacob Clyden and, and Cooper Hume will get a run for Cario later today.
1: Let, uh, let's touch quickly on the rest of the round. Winchelsea taking on Werribee Centrals past Players Day for Winchelsea. They sit five and five, the only team on five and five, and a game out of the top five. So important game for them. Werribee Centrals seven and three, and in third.
4: Well, you touched on it the right there. Five and five, they're hanging in there. They could play the role of Werribee, sitting in third at the moment. Uh, Patrick Daly inserted into the Werribee lineup. Werribee also looking to make it fourth straight. I'd peg them to have that one at East Reserve. That's also a big day for the for the Winchelsea Blues Club as well.
1: Uh, Bannockburn, they need to bounce back. They take on North Geelong, who have been disappointing last week. They were handsomely beaten by Winchelsea last week. They were beaten by Anarchy a couple of weeks ago. It's been a tough run for the Magpies, and they take on the running premiers.
4: Big chance for Bannockburn to really boost their percentage. I'm almost certain that they're going to take that one out but on the news front, a big in for Ronnie Pilgrim. He's got Lachlan Battaglia back in the side, which would be a welcome addition to the lineup.
1: And lastly, mates, on Sunday, Belmont taking on Anarchy.
4: Big one here for Belmont. It's their biggest day of the year, the GDFNL's annual NADOC week game, the biggest clash on the GDFL regular season calendar. Taking on Anarchy, like you said there, Matt, uh, it's the first time the Roos will take part in the game. And according to player coach Daniel Dunworth and captain Mason Rhodes. It's quite an honor for the club out there based in north of Geelong. Free game ceremonies will begin at 1.45pm. Action to kick off at 2. The full article can be read in the Geelong Times, which just recently came out this morning online as well.
1: Yep, go and check that one out. That is the footy this weekend. Just the Geelong District Footy League in action. Get the latest local footy team news and results online. Receive them in your inbox for free every Friday and Monday morning. Visit timesfooty.com.au. Vinny, thanks, mate. Enjoy the footy. You too, mate. All the best. All right, on the warm-up time to take a look at the marketplace, buying and selling this week in the world of sport. Uh Moons, let's start off with the selling. What are you selling this week?
2: Well, on the back of the Ashes and... Obviously, we've got to listen to a little bit of commentary. Yes. And yeah. and most of the time it's been pretty Man, good. It's fantastic. Yep. I'm j- I loved him as a player, even though he was English. Wow, K- was he? Wow. <laughs> was he English? Well, KP tried to athlete. be English. But Kevin Peterson's uh, commentary, I don't know what he's and doing. And his voice. I Just have a listen to his voice. Not
0: a lot's caught my eye from an English perspective, Wardy. It's been shambolic. I just can't quite get well, my I'd head
1: like around I'd like his plums to, to drop a little bit yes. over the next couple of tests.
2: <laughs> that would be fantastic. But... He's, just some of the things he's been talking about, like he even spoke the other night about Bairstow took a catch. Like it was a good catch, but he carried on like it was the greatest it's catch known to man. Surely
1: hard, but he was going on about how it was at Lord's and they've got the slope and there's a <laughs> bit of wobble. And I was like, mate, it's just a regulation. If they're not, if the keepers aren't catching that. Like even but he's here, all the, over
2: the place. He's either praising England, over the top, yep. where it's just like you're thinking, mate, are you watching the game? Or then he's completely bagging the crap out yeah. of it.
1: He must be not well-liked in the dressing room, I'd imagine, I like know. from his I, former I, teammates. I, I think that was a big part of everything. Yes, uh, I think that was, in, <laughs> that, what was, that was happening. Ian Healy saying last week, the, the Poms just don't ha- put a lot of time and effort into having a decent wicketkeeper. It's no. just never been a thing for them. I mm. don't know. What about you, buddy? What are you selling? I'm selling lunch at the cricket. Oh, it couldn't be any worse than right now when you're watching Ashes in the middle of the night. You have two hours of cricket, fantastic, and then you've got to sit around for 40 minutes. Why are we still, in this day and age, I know there's traditions in the sport, but why are we having a 40-minute sit-down roast dinner at uh, well, after to, two hours of
2: play? You've got to digest the, the big roast well, before you come uh, back apparently out. Apparently
1: the <laughs> meals are great there, but come <laughs> on, I just can't last 40 minutes. I know. I watch... Uh, a couple of other shows on Netflix, and then try and get back for ten forty uh, for the for the second session. I just think we either have a shorter break, or the two half an mm. hours, or whatever it is. I just don't think you need forty minutes yeah, for lunch enough. straight
2: up. What about what are you buying this week, mate? This
1: week, mate, I'm going to buy a new TV. In fact, I've already You're bought a new, buying TV. a new TV. Yes, and I've already bought a new TV because I like to sit out in the shed, I've got the fire going this time of year, watching the footy. I've bought a second TV so I can watch the footy and the cricket Ah, at the same time. Two nice big 55 inches. In the uh, in the shed, so
2: say hello to your family for. I for won't a be. Of
1: my young fellow will come up and say good night, <laughs> and then head off to bed. But uh, yeah, my actually it's it's worked out pretty well. But uh, I'm buying a new TV. I can't wait to install it and uh, be watching the footy and cricket at the same time.
2: Mate, what are you buying this uh, week? Buy-well. this is a bit of a sad one. Now we lost uh, a great person during the week uh, in Matty Randell. Now uh, I've known Matty for a long, long time. And just one of, and everything you hear about Maddie over the last, last week is true. Just one of the great yep. humans that you'd ever come across. Uh, Leone, his wife, actually does our makeup at uh, Fox Footy. Wow. All of those type of things. So just a beautiful family. And um, yeah, rest in peace, great man.
1: Yeah, well done to Matt Rendell, a fantastic uh, personality in the footy. Uh, Footy environment, that is for sure. So we send our love to his family and his friends as well. Mate, um, you're off uh, footy this weekend. Of course, you were at the SCG last night. What do you got? You got the Bounce of this Sunday. Yeah, Bounce Sunday.
2: Just waiting till tomorrow. I actually, you've got Melbourne and GWS.
1: Okay. Just can't wait. Right. Looking forward to that one. This is the warm up. All thanks to Furfies at Little Creatures Geelong. Order up, grow pizza, and any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong for just 25 bucks. Visit littlecreatures.com. You enjoy the footy and the cricket.